morning, 14 minutes and 20 seconds, where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. Fourteen twenty in the morning for this January the 20th, 2023. Today's show is brought to you by Mahler Brothers, MahlerBrothers.com. Use promo code 1420BROS. That's 1420BROS for 10% off all of your golf apparel at MahlerBrothers.com today. It's a great little website. Belly up member, uh, Josh Mahler, smart kid. Really uh, fantastic. Anyway, big uh, weekend in the world of sports. We got the, obviously, the NFL divisional playoffs happening. Uh, you got Hockey Day in Canada. Start uh, tomorrow is an everyday hockey day in Canada, but game starting around 1030 Mountain Standard Time tomorrow. So there's sports on uh, for your viewing pleasure all day, every day as there is. Make sure you make 1420 in the morning a part of your morning every day. Thank you for being uh, allowing us into your homes and your ears every day. We uh, greatly appreciate the support you guys are giving to us. But yeah, every day's uh, every day is pretty much hockey day in Canada. I don't watch a whole bunch of the, uh, the, the pomp and circumstance of hockey day in Canada. Personally, I'm a little bit tired of... Uh, Ron McLean and his heart of a nation and the hand on the hip thing and the, the, uh, the fireside chats and stuff. I miss, I miss the hot stove lounge. I miss that a lot, but the hockey day in Canada stuff has nothing to do with Don Cherry either. I'm not a big Don. I, I, I thought Don Cherry should have been gone a while ago. Is this the Don Cherry, uh, Ron McLean feud that happened in what? 2019 man time flies a little bit, doesn't it? Uh, but yeah, I, I was over the, the whole Don Cherry thing a few years prior to that. So my, my disdain for, for Ron McLean has nothing to do with, with Don Cherry. I thought Don Cherry should have been gone a few years, a few years prior to a lot of years prior to actually, he was a, uh, he was a staple on Saturday nights. There's no getting around that. He uh, was great when he was, uh, when he was really great, but he was, when he got bad, he was bad and I'm not being woke and I'm not being this, I'm not being that I'm not being political. I was, I just think that Don Cherry was well, well past his prime. And maybe there's a certain quarterback who should uh, go out on a, on a, on a, on a high note or a higher note and says, see how bad it might go. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, Tommy boy. That's just my thoughts on that. Anyways, the other, night the uh, Florida Panthers were in uh, they were in Toronto. They lost to the Leafs. Uh, Paul Maurice had some disparaging comments towards the officials that night. Uh, he got fined twenty-five grand. Uh, Paul Maurice, he's a, a journeyman coach. He's been around the league for a, a long time. I'm not exactly sure how he's been around the league for a long time. He's uh, been a, a National Hockey League coach for 22 years. Uh, 13 of those years, he did not make the playoffs in a league that uh, over half of the teams make the playoffs year in, year out. And even back then, there was less teams. He was still missing the playoffs. Yeah, you have some bad teams but how coaches continue to get hired is kind of a mystery to me uh paul maurice i i don't know how great of a coach he is it doesn't much matter i think there's a uh yeah I, I don't think he's that good of a coach considering uh he's got a team in the florida panthers that is uh was a uh, president trophy winner last year and now they are not in the playoff race or not in a playoff hunt they are in the fight for their lives maybe it's a uh it's a Matthew Kachuk thing. You know, us here at 1420 World Headquarters, we're not the biggest Chucky fans, as you guys might know, uh, for, for the people who haven't listened to the show before. Yeah, we don't like Matthew Kachuk around here a whole bunch. Uh, the And I don't know what it is, the Kachuk Incorporated thing. I, I like his brother, but I, I'm not a big uh, Chucky fan. But anyways, maybe that's the problem in Florida is they got him in that dressing room, plus Paul Maurice, because you look at Maurice, who was uh, – gracefully asked to uh, vamoose last year and he uh, based and he did end up uh, uh, resigning I guess but I think it was one of those things hey if you don't resign we're going to fire you and this is in Winnipeg last season uh, he was a longtime coach for the Jets got them to the third round one year but uh, things weren't going so good for the Jets last year but now surprise surprise 
Paul Maurice is gone, and they now have a uh, a shot at uh, their, their their second in the uh, in the Central Division. What's their record? Uh, twenty nine and sixteen. Where 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 is the Florida Panthers? Twenty two, twenty and five, fighting for their lives. So there's one constant here: the team that Paul Maurice wasn't coaching was really good, and the team that he is coaching isn't. Maurice maybe. Don't focus on the officials. And I think it's always a cop-out. I know that I'm a bit of a referee hugger and an official hugger because I am a, uh, a baseball umpire. And I, I don't think that you should ever leave the game in a uh, official's hands. If the, if the game is in an official's hands, there's a good chance you're going to lose that game. Maybe you should change your coaching philosophies. And it's an act of desperation in my, in my eyes to push the blame on somebody else instead of your players or yourself or somebody else to start blaming officials for your, for your downcomings and everything else. So what about the other 20 losses you got or 19? lost I guess it would be this season are those the refs fault too yeah refs do make mistakes yeah there can be a controversial call refing a hockey game I think would be extremely tough because of the speed of the game it's it's great that they have uh, the, the the two referees and two linesmen out there now uh, because it, it would be you think about it how fast those guys are moving down the ice and you got to see a lot and you get that back that back referee can help out a lot but are they perfect no but I like I said I don't think the Palmeries is going to do himself any favors by uh, complaining to the uh, the national or to the media, and then getting the uh, that kind of a response, I don't think you should. Sometimes uh, saying saying nothing is better than saying something. Sometimes silence is golden. And Paul Maurice, you should maybe uh, to learn that maybe you should have stayed in the uh, in the press box or in the you were in the media for a while there on on Sports Center or whatever or Sports uh, Sports Central at noon or whatever it was. Um, yeah, I'm not a big Maurice fan. He had a, one, that one great year with the uh, Carolina Hurricanes where they went to the finals, lost to a powerhouse Detroit Red Wings team, but in general, he hasn't had a whole bunch of luck in the in the National Hockey League, in my opinion. You missed the playoffs 13, 13 out of your 22 years and how you still have a job and how these coaches get recycled. I don't understand it. You look at the NFL, how they're they're talking about bringing back this guy and bringing back that guy. How uh, these coaches just go from team to team and they wear out their welcome. They go somewhere else. We talked about last night on the fourteen twenty podcast with Dave. And by the way, thank you, Daryl Moore, for joining the show last night. We had a great we had a great talk last night. If you guys haven't listened to that show yet, make sure you download it later on today and give that a listen after fourteen twenty in the morning. It was a great show. We had a lot of laughs, and he's uh, he's got some pretty high hopes for the uh, Buffalo Bills. I kind of crashed his hopes there at the end of the show. It was funny. Buffalo's on a bit of a wagon. They're hockey team too. They're playing pretty good hockey. Watch out for them. Hockey Day in Canada tomorrow. Anyways, here's my little rant about Paul Maurice and the thing. Don't don't leave things in the referee's hands because if it's in the referee's hands, there's a good chance you're going to uh, lose that hockey game. Uh, the uh, Manscaped word of the day for the uh, the Beard Hedger 2000, I call it. Uh, get your pictures in. Make sure you guys get those in to get yourself a free uh, Beard Hedger. Retail value is about 150 bucks, 190 bucks or something, whatever it is, but it's free. Uh, the Manscaped word of the day today is beer. It's Friday, so go for a beer after you after work today, or if you don't not work and have one right now, who cares? You're a grown-up and do whatever you want. Have a bowl of cereal with your beer. It don't much matter. Uh, anyways, on this day in, uh, oh, what year was it? I don't have it written down. On this day in 1985, I don't even know, uh, Pittsburgh Pittsburgh Penguins Maristar Mary Lemieux became the second player in NHL history to score 50 goals in less than 50 games as he did it in game number 44 in a Penguins loss to the first incarnation of the Winnipeg Jets, who, who then became the Phoenix Coyotes, which became the Arizona Coyotes, which is a complete disaster. The only person to ever do it uh, any faster is, you guessed it, Mr. Wayne Gretzky himself uh, did it in 38 games. He scored five goals against the Flyers that night. The last one was an empty netter, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, 
Remember that I think the, the Flyers were wearing their Cooperalls back then, and Gretzky was flailing around the ice. He wasn't a flailing tender like myself, but he was, he was uh, flailing around the ice, and they attacked. They tackled him on. It was a it's a great moment in hockey history. I think that was what eighty two he did that eighty two or eighty three. So Lemieux must have been about eighty seven, eighty eight. It don't matter. You guys can look it up. And happy birthday to Ozzy Guillen, uh, born on this day in 1964. The now 59-year-old was a three-time All-Star, played in 1,817 games uh, over X amount, of, or played 17 seasons with the Chicago White Sox, Baltimore Orioles, and Tampa Bay Rays. He won American League Rookie of the Year in 1985, went on to manage for eight seasons with the Chicago White Sox, uh, had a great career. He was a hell of a player, uh, just a bit of a mouthpiece as he was a manager, if I recall, with the uh, Chicago White Sox. He, uh, man, he was, uh, he's good behind the mic. A little controversy was good. Uh, speaking of baseball, did you see that? Uh, this is actually maybe you didn't see. Uh, I'm the baseball dork in January, but uh, Araldis Chapman is uh, the, the Cuban missile is uh, about to sign a contract with the Kansas City Royals. Oh, how the mighty have fallen for poor Araldis Chapman. It's something just to behold to, to see his career kind of go down the drain a little bit. Uh, it's, man, and for Kansas City to, uh, they, they can't be paying more more than a million bucks, I wouldn't think, hey, for that. Like, it's it's unbelievable how he was uh, the, the cock of the walk not that many years ago for the Yankees, like two, three years ago. He was something else, and then he lost the strike zone, started to rely too much on his slider and his off-speed stuff because everybody throws 100 now. It's not it's not a big thing, and he was getting he was getting lit up as the Yankees' closer, and he lost that job last year, uh, injuries, and then his tattoo situation on his leg, and there was all kinds of crap going on with, uh, with Mr. Uh, Mr. Araldis Chapman, and most people don't like him anyways because of his uh, his abuse situation with his wife. He was never really that beloved, but it was something to see when I saw him pitching the bullpen in 2017 or 18, whatever year it was, when he when he was in with, with the Yankees. I was sitting out in 103. It was actually more so with my sister in 2019. She went and watched him throw, and seeing a guy throw that hard, cause he was touching about 103, 104, and seeing a baseball go that you can hear the ball moving. It's something to behold, man. Like I've seen, I've seen pitches 94, 95 as an umpire. But Chapman going at 104, that was something to watch. And, just, and the, the the crowds that, that would clamor around the bullpen to see him warm up, it was something something to behold, like I said. Anyways, uh, big big NFL weekend. As I said, uh, the offset of this show, The uh, make your, your bets at Bodog later on today. This is just a walking commercial today, isn't it? Mahler Brothers, Bodog, Manscaped, and who we got next? Seat Geek. Now we'll talk about them in a second. Uh, but Bodog, uh, go and uh, make a play today at Bodog. Uh, I got this weekend, I got Kansas City, Cincinnati, Philadelphia and San Francisco to win uh, those four games. I don't. I think that they're all going to be really, really good football games. Uh, the Philadelphia one scares me a little bit for some reason. I think the Giants actually have an opportunity to win this football game. It's going to be a really interesting game. That one. I think San Fran wins in a walk. Uh, Chris. Christian McCaffrey has been such a, a a great acquisition. Probably the best acquisition in. Uh, in football this year, the way he's racking up points. I think the over-under uh, for yards gained is only 67 and a half. Uh, so I, I would take the over on that as well in Bulldog. But anyways, for those four picks, once again, we'll go Kansas City, Cincinnati, Philadelphia and San Francisco. Put down 20, win yourself 119 and make a play at Bulldog today. Anyways, uh, Good weekend here at 1420 World Headquarters. No show tomorrow. I'm going to take the weekend off. Uh, recording on Sunday, the uh, the Flailing Tender podcast, but nothing, nothing coming your way tomorrow, but you can always catch up on all our other shows that we put out. There's a 1420 in the morning every day, and then there is uh, the daily shows. We got the Flailing Tender, the OG 1420 Sports Bar podcast, Hey Blue for umpires, and Foul Tips for uh, for um, 
for your for you baseball guys out there. Lots going on here at 1420 World Headquarters. We appreciate all the support you got. We have an online store that's uh, getting booted up with a lot of merchandise for your to, to support the show in other ways. Uh, getting all, all my advertising in on this Friday uh, Friday morning so you guys can go and uh, have a good time. Enjoy the show, everybody. Have a great weekend. Be safe. And remember, it doesn't matter where you are. It's who you're with. Have a good night, folks. Talk to you again on Monday morning. He's he's uh, he's no Josh Allen. If he if Swagger was a crime, he'd be <laughs> serving a life sentence. He's no Josh Allen. Oh fuck me gently. Uh, last one, boys. We'll call it a night. Uh, and this one is actually a, a a really good comparison. Uh, more so than the others were. Who is better, Patrick Mahomes or three time Stanley Cup champion? Patrick Kane. I thought you were going to say Patrick Roy. <laughs> Fuck him. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, success at a young age for both of those guys. Kane has this is a tough one. I think it's harder to dominate the NFL. I think it's harder to win in the NFL. And for those reasons, I'm going to pick uh, Patrick Mahomes. Easy for me is Mahomes. Reason being, Mahomes is and has been for the last four or five years the best player in the league. And Kane was very good, but Kane was never the best player in the NHL. He had good team around him. He was good. Oh, he, he's got an MVP. He's got a heart trophy. He, yeah, but he wasn't he wasn't Crosby or or Ovechkin or anybody like that. Like Matt Patrick Mahomes is like going to be there for the next ten years as the top player in the league, and I just I, Kane's good. Don't get me wrong, but it just I think that that's what the difference is. Jesus, a little football bias here tonight. The fourteen twenty sports bar podcast, but yeah, that's what's the way it goes. I think Patrick Kane is is, is a. Uh... The longevity, I guess, the three cups are. The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network.